This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. What's up? Hello, hello, friends. From D.C. to York, Pennsylvania. Good morning. <laughs> Happy Monday. I know that Ravens win sounds good and feels good this Monday morning, too. I'm not mad about that at all. What's up? Six o'clock club. Let's do this thing, man. The first chance we've had to talk to you in a couple of days. 410-583-1065. If you're like, what the hell is a six o'clock club? Well, it's nothing you get to pay money for, so that's the good news. All you got to do is literally just text us. Let us know that you're here, and then in turn, we shout you out. It's just like getting together with your friends. Oh, hey, what's up, John? Hey, what's up, Jane? Whatever, you know? Text us, 410-583-1065. Who's here? Veronica is here. Jess R. from Westminster. Magic Mike in Pasadena. Good morning. Lee is checking in. Clever Kevin. Amanda in Millersville. BTSZ. John, the Annapolis locator. Happy Monday to Jake from Westminster. Terry Bonehead. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Terrence. John from Middle River. We have Anthony from Cadenville here. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Good morning to Christine, Connie and Abingdon. Lisa Glenn from Bel Air is texting in. Mr. W from Reisterstown. Miss Denise, Mama McJam, and Ponytail Pete. Happy Monday, friends. Tell me if this is a good radio segment or a bad radio segment. I was just thinking this morning driving in, like, we don't really have, like, a Monday morning tradition by any means. Like, like we have Would You Rather Wednesdays. We have the One More Sleep, One More Sleep, which I'm sorry for saying that so early in the week. Ooh, that, was, that did not feel good. Thursday, One More Sleep. Wednesday, What Would You Rather Wednesday. What if on Monday morning, because I feel like this is, like, the first chance that we've had to, like, see each other for a couple of days. What if we came in Monday mornings and we just asked the question, what'd you do this weekend? And, like, obviously, like, Jess can tell you a story from her weekend. I can tell you a story from my weekend. And then, like, you guys can tell us stories from your weekend. And we can just kind of, like, unload everything from the weekend. Yeah. Does that sound simple enough or does that sound boring? Easy peasy. I feel like that's, you know, I feel like we kind of already do that, but yeah. I think it would be nice just to something set for sure. Yeah. And I feel like we don't really know what you did this weekend, you know? Like, you don't really get a chance to tell. Maybe there's something really cool happened this weekend, like you got engaged yeah. or you had a baby or something as simple as you, you whatever you're excited about from your weekend, like you could just share with us too and we can share that on the radio. So let's try it for the very first time. 
Jess, what'd you do this weekend? I went to uh, the new Green Turtle in Towson. So Garage Boy and I have been waiting for it to open. And it's so weird because obviously the Green Turtle is so well known here. We have not been to any of the other locations. And the new one in Towson, by the way, is so, so cool. And we ran into Jeremy Kahn, who's on (laughs) 105.7 The Fan. And he just, and I was, it was so funny because I was just talking about him because he does um, a lot of work with the sports betting and the turtle. And I was telling Garage boy about this and out of nowhere he just popped up and I was like I was literally just talking about you. You had posted a picture in your Insta story and I was like of, was all, the, of all two knuckleheads to show up at the Green Turtle Grand Opening. It was very nice <laughs> to see him. We had a good time. I love that. Yo, literally y'all, Friday night I accidentally went to sleep at 6.20pm and this was not like a planned thing. So I'm been dealing with this concussion, right? And because of that, and you don't know anything about me, I'm a massive hypochondriac. And when I don't feel good, I'll do anything to feel better. So I've been taking a bunch of supplements to like, you know, fish oils and that's of course, to try of to feel course, better, right? Yeah. So I have a bunch of supplements sitting on my counter. Two of them are the exact same looking bottle, same brand, same everything. So same bottle, just different label, right? Well, I wasn't paying attention and the supplement that I was supposed to take, I did not. The one that was sitting next to it in the same bottle was melatonin. I accidentally took a melatonin oh, at 430. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 4:30 on Friday. Not which is mad like, about it though, I mean, honestly. At, at first I was. At You're first I was like it. I was like, man, that sucks. Like what because what are you gonna do? Once you take it, like there's nothing it's it, in that in case you don't that's like that's like a natural sleeping pill. Like I was like, man, well that, there goes like my Friday night. Y'all literally by six fifteen I was asleep. Nice. Took another melatonin at about eleven thirty when I woke up. Woke up about five Got some great sleep on Friday night. Yeah. Texas, what'd you do this weekend? We want to know, okay? Kathy in Parkville went to an O's game Friday. Nice. 50th birthday party Saturday. Fun. And Ravens went at Looney's and Perry Hall on Sunday. That Whoa. sounds like an awesome weekend. Busy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sam, Haley, and Caroline from Towson are checking in. Ponytail Pete had a movie marathon with friends. That's fun. Tracy from APG is checking in. Uh, who else is up with us? I don't see a name here, but celebrated my twin boys turning nine. Happy birthday yeah, to them. Absolutely. What's and good up? morning to Nurse Erica from Aberdeen. Happy Monday. 410-583-1065. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. The Orioles will hold a public memorial later this morning for Mr. Oriole himself, Brooks Robinson, in a special ceremony at Camden Yard. So the memorial will start at 10 a.m. And uh, they're going to recognize the impact he had on the O's organization in Baltimore. He passed away last Tuesday at the age of 86, winning 16 gold gloves in his time manning third base for the O's in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Despite his amazing play on the field, he was best known for his genuine kindness off the field. Free parking is available for the memorial. This is completely free. This is a non-ticketed event. An entry for the ballpark that's going to start at 9 a.m. And WBAL will be live streaming um, the event also on their YouTube channels as well. If you go, let us know what the vibe is. Because I don't know if that is going to be... Like a celebration, people are going to be like celebrating his life. We talk about celebration of life when you talk about funerals, right? But a lot of those times, there's not a lot of celebration. It's way more emotional than it is like a quote unquote celebration, you know? Right. So I just don't know if most people are going to show up and really like honor the legacy, if the mood's going to be more 
morose, more sad. I'm not really sure what to expect with that today, you know? I think what'll be really cool is just giving fans the opportunity to share stories. That's true. Um, I actually met a gentleman last week. I was getting some work done on my car, and we were just having a chat. And when he was young, when he was a kid, his father worked for the Orioles. And so his family ended up getting really close with Brooks. And he said something to me. And he said, if every single person was more like him, the world would be a better place. Wow. And so I feel like a lot of those stories will be shared this morning. Number two. Last year, McDonald's tried to convince fans that November 2022 was the farewell tour for the McRib. But they lied again. McDonald's has confirmed to today that the fan favorite sandwich will be making a comeback to select restaurants next month. The McRib also had feral tours in 2005 and 2006, and then they brought it back again in 2007. The only difference, though, is the McRib will not be available nationwide just at select locations, which which is expected to be the majority, in November for a limited time. Why do they do this? I mean, I, no, first off, no, I'm not no, no. mad at them. Let's I mean, not of question course. why they do of course. this. Like, of course we know why they do this. Yeah. Everybody runs out and goes and grabs a million of them, and then, of course, they bring them back again next year. It's like athletes saying they're going to retire, right? And they're like, oh, my gosh, we're never going to see this person again. They come back a year later. Mm. Same game. Number one. Former Raven Michael Orr's conservatorship with Sean Tui and Le- uh, Leanne Tui has officially ended. A Tennessee judge terminated the legal arrangement on Friday but has not dismissed Orr's uh, lawsuit. Back in August, the former NFL star who inspired the Oscar-nominated film The Blind Side, starring Sandra Bullock, filed to terminate the 20-year conservatorship after alleging that Leanne and Sean lied about adopting him and tricked him into making them conservators after he turned 18, giving the Tuies control over his finances and legal authority to make business deals in his name. So, or is separately seeking money he believes he's owed from the film that he never saw, and he wants to restrict the Tuies from using his identity. A hearing date for that case has not been set yet. However, the conservatorship is finally over. I mean, at the very least, pay this man. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I don't know enough, and especially in a short little radio segment, to get into it, but like, to know that, like, there was nothing financially benefiting that man when it came to that movie. Right. Pay that man. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Orioles fans, pay attention for a second, because you guys are going to have to get a whole lot weirder if you're ever going to beat the Phillies. <laughs> have you seen this story? Because it's been trending everywhere. No. Y'all, it's time for this week's edition of PA So Cray Cray. PA, of course, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Cray Cray, as in... Crazy as hell. So, yeah, we've given the state its own segment because we've just realized since we've been here, the news headlines get exponentially weirder the second you cross from Maryland, where we're located, into Pennsylvania, right? right? But you guys know that PA So Cray Cray is always said with love. We have, like, a lot of friends in our 6 o'clock yeah. club members that are from PA, but we just have to acknowledge that some weird things take place over there. I just don't understand. And not that we don't have headlines here that are like, whoa, but like, what? Before we trash talk them, I have to say I was super jealous of the Phillies because they had uh, Topanga. They basically had the cast from Boy Meets World do the first pitch over the weekend because they had a show out there. Shout out to that. I was so jealous. That's cool. Yeah, so props for that one. Last week, you see this story about the man that tried to bring his alligator into the Phillies Mm, game? (laughs) mm -hmm. I think, no, I think too, I think back in PA So Cray Cray. This is like another alligator story. I think this might be the exact same alligator. And it was in Philly. I don't know for sure. Wally? It was Wally. Wally. So haven't we talked about Wally we before? We have. We have. All right. Let's talk about Wally then for the 
second time in PA so cray cray. Yeah. Here's the deal. Last week, this man showed up to the, the game, uh, and he was trying to go through, and he's like, he brings his alligator with him. To the ballpark. And they're literally like, yo, you can't you can't bring your alligator in here. He's like, but wait, like, this is my emotional support alligator. Here we go. Literally. So they were like, how do we handle this? Like, right. I don't even know. They start going through like their... Because at this point, you they probably need to like have actual proof and rules and regulations, well, right? Well, here's the thing. Is that at the Philly Stadium, you can bring in guide dog service animals and service animals in training. Those are allowed to come in. Okay. So then they were like... Is Wally well, in training? Is, is Wally truly like a service animal? Like, can we consider that? And at the end of the day, they did not let Wally enter into this alligator into the Philly Stadium. Yeah. Let me play... This is actually an interview from a couple of years ago with the owner, whose name is Joe. He was explaining about this emotional support alligator, Wally. And I, I want to decide, like, should Wally have been able to enter into... No, but this, though, this is when he was talking about bringing him to, like, a water... Like, a little... It was like um like a fountain, like a water fountain. He had him in there. So it was, like, kind of a park area. Not as busy as a ballpark, obviously. Right. But, like, that was the environment he was trying to take him in. From a couple of years ago. Listen to this. He is my emotional support alligator. A few years ago, after Joe lost some people close to him, he says he fell into a deep depression. And about that same time, he says Wally began behaving differently, more affectionate, almost like he sensed his depression. I laid on the couch and I wake up, he'd be laying on my head. And I knew it for a long period of time because I had his whole jaw print on my face. Oh my God. You don't wake up when you have an alligator on your face? I was so depressed, I did not. So is this like... No, I mean, that's fine, but like... Has Wally gone through like training training? So I don't know Wally's full background of like, he's never bit anybody. This video goes to show too that like you can put your hand and most gators typically will snap the second that you put your hand in or even, you know, it's just their natural reaction. Yeah. Wally won't do it. Wally's never snapped at anybody before ever. So like. And that's awesome. You could say the same thing about a dog. I mean, a dog could easily bite somebody. No, totally. So should Wally be able to have gone into the Philly Stadium or not, you think? No, because if Wally decided to stand straight up and like go get some fries for a second, everyone would have lost their mind. <laughs> How would Wally stand straight No, you know alligators can literally stand up, right? He, he gets his little purse and his no, hat. And... You know that they can stand up, right? I don't think that's, I don't know that's factual. What? Do you have you, facts on that? You've never that alligators seen. Alligators can stand straight you, up with their tiny little legs. You've never seen I've an never alligator. Seen, no. Never. A cartoon. Up? Maybe in a cartoon. All right, Mr. Florida, you tell I'm me. I'm telling you, I've lived in Florida. I've never seen an alligator stand straight go, up. Before. Go ahead and Someone invite Wally to Camden Yards. Okay. Please be my guest. <laughs> Yo, what do you think? Should should they have let Wally in? No matter what, y'all, we can't not recognize this is absolutely PA so cray cray. Do you have any stories that are just completely off limit to your parents? Because oh. I have a pretty big one, and it's it's a little difficult to really get around. Um, and his name is Garage Boy. <laughs> I feel like it's some kind of like dramatic music there for that because that was like <laughs> yeah. And if you're sitting there wondering, like, wait, what? You're marrying this man? Like, you guys are literally getting married in seven months? What do you mean? Yeah. He's off limits. We all, and we all call him Garage Boy. Yeah. I call him Garage Boy. And you, you in the car sitting there, you also call him Garage Boy. Right. Nobody knows this man's real name. Nope. Nobody. Not even our boss. No one. No, no one <laughs> refers to him by his actual name in the state of Maryland. Except for one human on this planet, and that's who, Jess? My dad. <laughs> so, Garage Boy has been named Garage Boy because when he and I met, 
we hooked up in my parents' garage the second day that we met in Stockton, California. Also happened to be during my mom's birthday party. There you go. There's your backstory. There's, there's your origin story. That's that's as much as I can share with you right now. Now, when this happened, uh, during the t- at the time, I thought like I fell in love. Yeah, um, but well, you I, did. but I mean, no, I did fall in love. Actually, I was like, oh my god, I love him, but th- I can never see him again because this story is just this is too much. Yeah. And we gave him the name Garage Boy, thinking this was just gonna be like a one night stand, and we would never talk about this again. Super quick backstory: Jess was actually in; she was visiting her parents, and she had called into our old radio show mm-hmm. to talk about this kid. And I was just like, oh, we're gonna name him Garage Boy, thinking this would be a, just a, a one and done thing. Totally, right? like yeah. we'll never talk about. But at least we'll have this one story and this is this is a great story and we'll move on yeah right? fast forward three years later we're getting married and i love him and he's going to be you know the father of my children one day now the issue with that is once garage boy once the garage boy train started there was no stopping it but the the number one rule in my family is nobody says it around my dad and that is very very serious and why is that because he knows obviously he knows the story he knows why he has the nickname and not even in a joking manner nobody says it around my dad does not like that story doesn't Mm -mm. very in case you don't know jess's dad very protective of jess right so doesn't like to anything to do with that story not a fan and garage boy takes that very seriously as well he doesn't he's very protective of it and he respects my dad and so any any you know hint that it may be mentioned, we try to avoid it at all cost. However, we, we ran into a speed bump when my dad visited uh, last month, um, being that our our Wi-Fi uh, is actually in the garage. So it's been a couple of weeks because uh, because I was out. You know, we didn't get a chance to tell you the story. I'm like, wait, we have to tell you the story. Mm-hmm. Just sat down with Garage Boy and like relived the awkwardness of having to try to hide this Garage Boy story once again mm-hmm. from her dad. Listen to this. I'm talking about it. So you did something that was very unexpected when my dad was in town. You changed the name of our Wi-Fi. Yeah, I did. What was it before you changed it? It was called In the Garage. <laughs> and then you didn't even tell me that you were doing this, by the way, so I was very confused. You went into the bathroom... And then you changed it while you were in the bathroom. And then I thought... I went into the room. Okay. I went to our bedroom. Okay. And I changed it. So when did you decide to change it? And why did you change it? And why didn't you tell me you were going to change it? <laughs> when he asked for the Wi-Fi, I was like, oh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> like, I just remember it. He hates that. <laughs> so I changed it immediately. But you didn't even tell me that you were changing it. So you change it, and then it disconnects all of our devices from the Wi-Fi. Like, internet, our phones, everything. And I kept asking you, like, what's going on? What's happening? And then you just changed it to what? Wi-Fi. Did you ever tell my dad that you changed it? Yeah, when we were drinking. He was like, I love you, but I didn't hate that nickname. And I was like, that's why I changed the Wi-Fi name when you got here. (laughs) Because I respect you. What did he say? He was like, thank you. Gave me a big hug. (laughs) So, you guys, on the first night, my dad gets there, and he's like, and he was also working from here. He's like setting up his work laptop, like he's getting everything (laughs) situated, and he was like, it's not working. And I, he didn't tell me at all, so I'm like, what's going on? Like, is there an issue? And also, the Wi-Fi? Like, you just Out of all things, (laughs) and when I'm looking, I'm like, it's not even coming up. It was just, the whole thing was so 
messy. That might be my favorite story of October. And we're just, we're literally just two days into it at this point. Wow. Poor garage boy. Hey, it's going to be okay. Like, I feel like you just needed to hear that this morning. It's going to be okay. And I don't even know specifically what that is that just came to mind for you. But, like, it's going to be okay. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation on the show. This is just our little feel-good segment for the week. Something to give you some positivity as you start your Monday morning. For this, we bring in the most motivational person that we both know. Uh, this is my mom all the way from Georgia, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honeys. All right, so in case you don't know, my mom and I do a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy, which is over on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. But uh, for today, a little dose of positivity with Mom's Monday Motivation. What we got, Mom? Okay, it's from Maya Angelou. The only way out of something is all the way through it. So we all go through tough times and, you know, challenging times in our lives when we think, oh, my God, will this ever end? But we have to persevere and work through whatever it is and reach out for the support we need, whether it's from a professional person or a friend or family, whomever. But we have to get through it with with support. We always forget that we have people that care for us, that can support us, but we have to get through it. And we always do. And every situation you go through helps you become the person that you are meant to be. Somebody help me out here. I used to do country music for a couple of years, and there's a song that's literally like, if you're going through hell, don't look back. The devil gonna get you there. Like, <laughs> that's a real song, by the way. That's a I real, don't know. Real song over on country radio. Oh, Somebody texting. I know you know that. that what song I'm talking about. Yo, I'll tell you what, man. Hard times are the worst thing ever. Uh, but the good thing about bad times is the more you go through, the easier they get. <laughs> like, you know, I've, I've shared a little bit about what happened with me last week with getting jumped and robbed and everything. And like, man, don't get me wrong. It's it's awful. Like, it's it was a really, really awful experience. But the, what I have is I've got now 40 years of enough experiences of getting through enough times where... I just know it's going to be okay. Like, it will eventually be okay. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, next week, next month. But, like, right now, I, you know, I have at least the ability to say, there was the other thing I didn't think I was going to get through, but then I did. Mm-hmm. And you did it so many times, it just starts to become more, I guess, uh, natural. If that's the right way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's important that we keep in mind that we have to get, we have to go through it instead of around it or avoiding it. Because when that happens, it always comes back around, and then it's more difficult to actually heal from if you're trying to avoid that one yeah, thing you don't want to deal with. That's true. That is true. That's very true, Jess. And in the words of that great country song, I can't remember. If you're going through hell. No. <laughs> no. That's Much real, too Jeff. early for that. Yeah, Y'all like forgot. It. Y'all forgot. That was my life for a couple we of years. Country radio, baby. All right. That's my mom. This is Mom's Money Motivation with Out Country Music next week, we promise. No one can see her, but Mama Nancy is, like, holding her face. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah, like, uh. My mom and I have a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Till next week, Mom, love you. I love you guys forever. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Okay, we have Anonymous on the voice disguise. Or Anonymous, tell us your, your dilemma and we'll give you some advice. Okay, so I'm not sure if I should tell my coworker that she dresses like a slut. Wow. Mm. Um, yeah. What's what? Uh, I guess, like, <laughs> what is your... What? Perception of that. Yeah, or why do you why feel are like you like, using that word? She's new, and we work in finance, so it's a very male-dominated workplace. Okay. Okay. And she just just shows too much skin. Like she wears skirts with no pantyhose right above the knee, but if you wear them without pantyhose, you literally are just throwing out like your entire leg out there. She likes to wear her button-down shirts, but they're never buttoned all the way. There's always at least two buttons undone, and that is... It just sounds like she's wearing clothes that fit her. Like, what do you mean? Like, is she supposed to wear, like, an insanely large shirt? What what do you wear to work, just so we can kind of understand? Oh, I always wear slacks, Mm -hmm. um, black flats, and either if it's winter, turtleneck, or a button-down shirt Mm -hmm. with, like, a sweater over it. If, let's say that were to be the case that she was dressing provocatively, what do you think that that would do to her or for her? I think it might get her some unwanted attention. Um, I think she might be distracting other people from their jobs. Okay. You're fond of her. Yeah. And so you feel like since you work with a bunch of men that you need to let her know to not dress so provocative. Absolutely. All right. So now the question is, should anonymous, I mean, because you're, you're coming at this like, listen, I'm the only woman that really works around her. Like, is it like my obligation, I guess, to like kind of tell her that mm-hmm. she's dressing inappropriately for work? Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. 410-583-1065. Should she now say something to this coworker? Hey, you're, you're dressing inappropriately at work. I don't think she's dressing inappropriately from everything <laughs> that you're describing to me. I also don't think it's fair to call her a distraction. I think it's called respect and self-control as far as your male coworkers. If like it's just two buttons here and like the skirt isn't like something she would wear out on like a personal night going out, like if it's right above the knee, like I don't I don't see what the issue is. She definitely is just dressing for like attention. 
And you know when women are trying to get attention, and this is what she's doing. Uh, as, as the only man speaking right now, let me be careful with this. I mean, I agree with Jess, but like, let me, let me counteract that. Cause I could, I could definitely see a different side of this of like, Hey, all right. So you're new here and Jess and I work in radio. So things are obviously sound like way different than working in the financial field. I mean, if I, as a, a man was walking in and I was dressed out of place, for example, Jess, look what I'm wearing today. Shorts and a t-shirt. If I walk into a financial institution... Uh, you know, everyone's wearing suits, mm-hmm. and somebody came to me and was like, hey, that's just not how we dress around here. Mm-hmm. I think I'd kind of be in appreciation of that, you know? I know it's weirder because we're always talking about, like, a woman and how she's dressing, but... But I just, the way that you're... Des- I don't see anything wrong with the way that you're describing how she's dressing. I feel like it's okay for you to have a different style on the things that you want to wear, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can call another woman a slut because she's wearing something that you don't like to wear. But nobody else here dresses like that. That is not something that we do. Okay. 410-583-1065. So the question now is, should Anonymous go to her, her new co-worker friend and say, hey, listen, like you're just dressed too inappropriately for this job, or is that out of line? Uh, hey, Amanda from Elkton, good morning. Good morning. So do you think she should say something to her co-worker about dressing inappropriately at work? Absolutely, yes. Why? Well, because I think it's inappropriate. I don't think that women need to wear skirts, period, at work. It's not necessary. It's it's not a part of what um, is needed to do the job. You, you like skirts at all? Like Because the way she described it, it doesn't sound... I mean, obviously, we're, skirt can be kind of a no, open term, right? Okay, yeah, but she said it's above the knee. Like, it's not like it's a length where she would wear, like, if she's going out with friends. I sure. feel like you... I, I feel like... There are various ways that you can wear a skirt and look professional, and it's above the knee. I don't see the issue with what she's wearing. I disagree. No, I think that you shouldn't be wearing skirts. I think you should cover up. I think if you show any skin, first of all, you're distracting any of the men in the office. And also, it's, you know, slightly provocative, and it's very uncomfortable. That's very frustrating. I don't. I don't like the term "distracting men." What what frustrates you about that, Jess? Because I don't think that what a woman is wearing. I don't think that she needs to dict. I don't think her life is dictated on how 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 men can and cannot control themselves in the workplace. Oh, what now? You're going to start talking about slut shaming? That doesn't exist. It does exist, actually. It does, and I and like everything. Every every piece of clothing that she described that she was wearing it was just two buttons down it was the skirt was above the knee like nothing was out of control it's not like she's dressing like she's going to go out to the club with her girlfriend like and and just because her top was form-fitting like she just just because she wants to feel good in what she's wearing doesn't mean she's being a distraction at work I I disagree. I really think that you should dress modestly at work, especially because it's a professional environment and and you can't put other people in a situation where they're going to be uncomfortable and probably so uncomfortable they won't even say anything to you about it. Well, okay, so obviously the skirt, so you, to you, skirts are all off limit, period, no matter the length. Yes. Okay. I think that there should be standards you know, and so people I'll- should hold themselves to them. Okay. All right. Uh, appreciate your phone call. 410-583-1065. Uh, this is JJ from Edgewood on 4. Hi, JJ. Hi. Do you do you agree with this? Anonymous is saying, you know, that I, I feel like I need to tell my female coworker who's new that she's dressed inappropriately for our workplace. 
Okay, absolutely not. Like, on a scale of zero to, or one to ten, it's a zero. Um, <laughs> if the coworker is within the dress code, and I assume that the company has a dress code, mm. then the anonymous just needs to mind their business. They sound like they're jealous. And first of all, it is not a woman's job to dress to make men comfortable. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. They're grown men in a workplace. If they can't control themselves, that is their problem. And if Anonymous is worried that this coworker is going to get unwanted attention, then that speaks volumes not just about uh, the coworkers that are doing things that are questionable, mm. um, but also this Anonymous who is defending that by saying you need to dress more modestly and not men keep your eyes in your head. Right. I think that's more of an issue here. She's also saying, I mean, uh, is this an assumption that she's making? And I think at the end of the day, the comment of being a distraction to men needs to be thrown out the window because I'm over it. I just wonder, I wonder, though, and I'm not defending. I'm not defending. I'm just asking questions at this point. Like if Anonymous knows that's the situation in the workplace, that it's like this here and you might just want to like watch your back, you know, be be more careful. Then or, how about you go to HR about your coworkers behavior because that's disgusting and that shouldn't exactly. be that shouldn't be accepted anywhere. That is an unsafe workplace. Thank you for calling us. Yeah, not a problem. I guess I'm going. You too. Hey, Trisha from Easton, good morning. Good morning. I mean, do you think it's okay? Should women tell other women if they feel like they're dressed inappropriately for the workplace? This is a problem. I think people are just so wrapped up on, like, social media and stuff where people think they can judge everybody. Mm. And with that woman, when she used that word, I, you know, if she came up to me and said that, I would purposely come the next day wearing a shorter skirt and another button down. <laughs> who, who is this woman? Like, I'm, if the men are distracted, that's their problem. Yeah. Is there- you know, like... People and then that woman, that Amanda woman who sat there and got smart with you about being sexist, yeah, or whatever. Give me a break. This world is so backwards. I just can't deal with people anymore. Is there any part of you? And again, I'm just, I'm, I'm not defending any of this. I'm just, I'm just genuinely curious. Like, is there, is there any part of you that feels like she, she could, like, and I'm not saying like, obviously the word. I don't like the word any of the any of the words that she used. I only like like the sentiment, the way she came in, but like. Is there any kind of like saving grace of like, hey, maybe it'd be nice to tell your coworker that's maybe you know, or we dress Kramer, How many butt cheeks do you see a week? I see butt cheeks <laughs> every outside. time I turn around on Just the street outside. corner. As you're saying it's that, the literally, way the world is. We we live by a don't, we, like, we, don't look. We yeah. work by a gym, and so literally, there's. there's I know. A, <laughs> what are we gonna say? Go outside and be like, excuse me, I'm at, I'm working right now, and you and your you athletic wear, wear is distracting. No, I'm not because I'm minding my yeah. business. You're working out. You're living your life. I'm living mine. Yep. I'm not gonna do that. So is, so she could come in with a bodysuit on, and that woman will still complain because it's either too tight or her butt looks good in it. Just get over yourself. You're jealous. Move on. Thank you for calling us, Trisha. Text from the 443. I agree with Anonymous. Should actually say something to her coworker. It's different when you work in a male-dominated field. If she wants to be recognized for her intelligence and abilities, she cannot be showing thigh and cleavage. Jess has never worked in a male-dominated office environment. First of all, radio is a male-dominated environment. I have also worked in a office male-dominated environment. I know the first time that you've been introduced to me is now, um, but previously in my life, I have experienced those environments. And no, um, I have not allowed men to dictate the way I dress or feel about myself 
in about my body, what I'm wearing, and if I'm wearing something, and if I happen to be in shorts, it's not because I'm trying to get attention from men. It's because it's hot outside, <laughs> and I feel comfortable that way. I'm. I mean, honestly, I don't think it's fifty-fifty, but we're getting a lot of people that say that like she should say something. What I think we need to do is let's move this conversation over to social media because I would actually kind of like to see an informal like pro versus con yeah. thing here. Yeah. Like, if you don't follow us on social, can you do this? Because we do have to move on. we got a thousand things we got to do today. Um, at Kramer and Jess on Instagram. It's Kramer with a K. Kramer and Jess on Instagram. Or if you're on Facebook, just search out Kramer and Jess. And I really do want to know your opinion on this because it seems kind of split. Like, should women tell other women if they are dressed inappropriately for the workplace? At Kramer and Jess online. Now. 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 Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. The Orioles will hold a public memorial later this morning for Mr. Oriole himself, Brooks Robinson, and a special ceremony at Camden Yards starting at 10 a.m. Robinson passed away last Tuesday at the age of 86. He won 16 gold gloves and spent his entire 23 year playing career in Baltimore despite his amazing legacy on the field he was best known for his genuine kindness off the field. Free parking will be available uh, for the memorial in lot A, B, and C for fans this is not a ticketed event and entry to the ballpark will begin at 9am Number 2 Disney Plus is joining Netflix on cracking down on password sharing. Okay so Canadian subscribers actually really uh, received an email over the weekend warning that upcoming changes will restrict them from sharing accounts outside of their household. Those changes will start for them um, after November 1st. However, it was not confirmed if or when this password sharing crackdown will spread to other regions like the U.S., but it's not uncommon for companies to slowly roll out changes like that in a few countries to get everything up and running, so who knows if and when we could be next. It must be tough to have like an awful legacy like that. Like, if you're the person... That starts that trend. ...and Netflix figured out how to, like, <laughs> stop sharing passwords... Or the idea. Like, everyone, your idea. everyone hates you. Yeah. Like, literally everyone hates you for doing that. It's yeah. like, everyone's so mad about this. I don't even pay for Netflix anymore because I'm so mad. And that's, I get it. But it doesn't mean I'm not mad about it, you know? Like, for example, my, my dad has a terrible legacy. My dad is part of the team that came up with the idea, and this is... It seems so just commonplace nowadays, but he was part of the team that came up with the idea that you should um, be charged to use other people's ATMs that are not your bank. Oh. So, like, when you get charged an ATM fee that's, like, not... That's that's my dad's awful legacy. I'm just saying, when it comes to password sharing, like, if it's your password and you want to share it with people, like, why can't we do that? You know what I mean? I I think that's what's annoying. I get it, right? Like, if you, if I had all this, like, content, let's Mm -hmm. let's, let's say, for example, that we charge for you to listen to this radio show, right? And you were giving your membership to five different people. We'd be sitting here like, well, what the hell? That's, you know... I mean, not really. Like, yes, do yes, your, more, more people. I wouldn't be mad at I'm you. I'm the other shutting radios down one at a time, y'all. Number one. Beyonce is bringing the Renaissance World Tour to the big screen. I am so excited about this. The film includes footage from her recent live shows, never before seen videos from the Renaissance <laughs> 
visual album that everybody was waiting for and documentary elements about the production of the record and tour. Just like total making of in partnership with the AMC theaters. Um, it, it sounds like it's going to be very similar to um, her 2019 concert film Homecoming that debuted on Netflix. Oh, yeah. A film by Beyonce, the Renaissance World Tour hits theaters December 1st. I kind of forgot she did this. We, I feel like we were giving Taylor so much credit for being like so revolutionary and doing like this concert oh, no. film. But Beyonce, Netflix, y'all, Homeco- forget Homecoming, about that. Homecoming was like the first of its kind ever and flawless. Yeah, it was so, it was so, so sick. It yeah. was really good. I mean, here's the thing, though. Do, do you feel like, because you tell me this and I'm like, that's cool. Taylor just did that. You know what I mean? Like, do you feel like that the Taylor concert announcement, which, by the way, all week, starting tomorrow, we've got tickets for you to go to the opening. Is opening weekend? Opening weekend. So, the it opens October 13th on a Friday, yeah. and then your passes are going to be for that that Sunday. Jess was able to secure some tickets for you guys, mm-hmm. for you Swifties. Like, Swifty and to Swifty. And so, like, yeah. she, she called and, and pulled some strings. It was tears. <laughs> it was tears and screams, and Swift, we have tickets. Swifty to Swifty over here. Yeah. Friendship mm-hmm. bracelet to friendship bracelet to make right. sure you guys get tickets for this. No way. I think it's amazing. Honestly, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and Barbie took over the planet. So next yeah. we're going to get a Barbie world tour. You know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not mad Yo, about listen. it. Yo, listen. Yo, that'd be Taylor too much. Swift, Beyonce, and Barbie <laughs> have Barbie, saved the world. They Bar- have single-handedly saved the economy. And I'm here for it. This is Jess, and that was your top three. It is time for our Talk Me Out of It update from a situation we dealt with last week. You want to explain? Yeah, so Anonymous found out that one of her best friends is cheating on his new girlfriend, and this is kind of a track record of his. But in this situation, he's newly divorced. His new girlfriend is also newly divorced. She has kids, and she was supposed to meet her for the first time over the weekend, and she was considering telling her that she was being cheated on to basically protect her. And we don't find out, by the way, how these stories go until we find out with you at the same time. So let me let me get her back on. Uh, hi, Anonymous. Hey. Did you end up telling her? Is I, I talked myself into it. It wasn't my business. Okay. okay. You know, just yeah. keep your mouth shut and yeah. wait and see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I walked into the party. First of all, she's so sweet. Mm. And so I had this wonderful conversation with her. Yeah. So next thing you know, I have a drink. And then after, I just couldn't take it. We're alone in the kitchen. I just said, listen, you can't tell anyone about this. You cannot tell him it came from me. But he's still sleeping with his ex-wife. And she turns around. Of course, she's like slicing tomatoes, so she has a knife in hand. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And turns 50 shades of red. And this sweet demeanor turned into rage. And she was like, what the f- are you kidding me? He told me that was over. And oh I said, God. you can't say a word. I heard it from my husband who oh, told me oh. on the downfall. Why You're over-talking. You're over-talking. I, I just started over-talking. I just started panicking. Yeah, and anybody like, it would. It all kept coming out. Yeah. And I'm like, he, he's, it's just, he's got a track record. It kept all. Oh, oh God. No. What did she do? Why you know, did you well, drink? She starts, she starts heading outside. Well, does she still have a knife in her hand at this point? Knife is in the hand. Oh, my God. Knife is in the hand. Immediately get out, get the knife out of the hand, and it just went from the total poop show. Oh and she's God. screaming. Everyone's around. What, what is, what is his reaction? What the blah, 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 blah. And then he's cussing back at her. Wait, did she, did she tell him that, that you told her? Nope. He does not know I was the rat. So how did that situation, did she leave? We all left the party. Like, they were screaming at each other. He kicked us all out. So what's happening now then if like he doesn't... He's not returning our phone calls. 
I don't know what's happening. What's the move here then? Does she? I mean, she can't say anything, right? I don't know. Because if she tells him that it was her, how is that going to make her look? You know what I mean? Like eventually. Well, obviously, I, I, honestly, he knows, I don't know. He I, knows it's somebody in the friend group, so I think someone someone's going to have to say something well, at some point. Especially if it went from everything's cool to then it wasn't cool. He would obviously have to know it was one of you at the party. And how many people ish were at this party? Well, I mean, most of our group, so maybe like. 10, 11, 12 of us. Yeah. I don't think I would. I, I mean, I don't dude, think I'd say anything. No. Honest to God. Why would you say something? Because you what? You still, all of you are just going to play musical chairs for the rest of your life until ultimately he stops talking to all of you. I don't know. I think honestly, you've got to play this out almost hour by hour right now. I don't think Jess is wrong and I don't think I'm wrong. I think that you just don't know enough right now to really see the best way to like damage control the situation. And that's but exactly you, where you're at right but now. But if you don't say anything, then that means you and your husband to withhold information too. We can we can get some phone calls 410-583-1065. Like if you were in that spot, like 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 what is anonymous supposed to do now? Like is there a is there a good way out of this? Anonymous, hang on for one second, okay? Okay. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerd. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.